Endorphins are neuropeptides from the hypothalamus and pituitary gland. They cross the blood-brain barrier and head into the opioid receptors to block pain and create feelings of euphoria. And if anything I said resonates inside your head, then tune on in to the Endorphin Report. Welcome to The Endorphin Report, brand new podcast on Loading Ready Run, and I'm Dan. I'm Cynthia. I'm Paul. The concept of this podcast is based on the movies that Cynthia brings into my life periodically. (laughs) Yeah, and you said that there's something that draws you towards these movies. Endorphin sprinkles. Okay, what is endorphin sprinkles? It's when, like, you're watching the movie and they do a kiss, and even though the rest of the movie is shit... You get the little sprinkling of like good little hormones released and you're like, oh, that's a nice moment. Or like they, they, they fall on each other. They always do that fall on each other. And you're like, oh, that feels nice for a sec. It's the little endorphin <laughs> sprinkles that it goes into your brain. It, they fall on each other? They fall. They just fall. They sprinkle down onto you. And sometimes it doesn't like they happen. they trip over and fall onto each other? The, oh, do you mean the actual actors? Oh, the, the endorphin sprinkles fall on each other. They do. They, they trip and fall on me sometimes. And sometimes the actors just fall on each other. And sometimes I'm like, no, that did not work. You failed endorphin sprinkles. You failed ah, the sprinkle test. So that's why these are the stakes here. These are the stakes. We're talking about the movie A Christmas Prince today. And at the end, Cynthia is going to give us an endorphin report <laughs> about whether... Uh, it successfully produced these endorphin sprinkles. And I've not seen this movie. Paul and Cynthia have both seen this movie. Uh, yes. It's not uh, spoiling too much to say that there is a trip and fall onto each other in this movie. Very frequent occurrence in these movies. People are very clumsy. <laughs> very that's, frequent. That's usually the flaw that the female lead has. Yes. Very common for this Whoops. to occur. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to do like to have one of those where the guy is just like totally winded because he's just had a person fall on him, and it's just, just like, "Ow, <laughs> Jesus Christ!" Oh, I think you broke my rib. God damn it! <laughs> I'm in no mood for romance right now. I feel terrible. <laughs> so endorphin sprinkles. So we're go- we're going to get to that, but first we're going to talk about the plot, and then we're going to address different aspects of this movie. For example, what's going to happen after the credits roll? To this couple, are they going to make it? And whether the tactics of wooing in this movie are more ooh or you. There we go. To the plot. And, oh, no, but there was something about, uh, there was a controversy about this movie. Oh, there was, yeah. Evidently, I don't know, is it like 50 people Some watched Netflix it every shaming. day for 18 days? And they put that on Twitter and they're like, what is wrong with you? Why did you watch this film over and over that we provided you? Yeah, Netflix did a, a tweet that was, uh, it's like, to the 53 people who've watched uh, uh, A Christmas Prince every day for the last 18 days, who hurt you? Boy, that is an attempted snark that just comes off as mean. That is like, screw yeah. you, Netflix. And also, yeah, it's like a movie you made. Yeah, that you provided us that we're supposed to be able to do whatever we want with, and you just made fun of us. All right, so the plot. Let's get into the plot. All I know about this movie is that it has a Christmas prince in it. So we've got our lead perky girl who's a blonde who, if anyone's watched iZombie, it's the lead iZombie. She's not a lot less pale, (laughs) besides not being a zombie in this one. 
Uh, and her name's Amber, and she's a plucky little reporter in New York. And she gets given a story, her first story ever, because she's some copy editor, to go to the made-up country of Aldovia in Europe to go uh, report on the fact that the king died a year ago and they need to fill the spot with the prince, possibly. But if the prince doesn't fill it, they don't know what's going to happen. So she gets sent across the country to Eldovia to do this big story. The prince is kind of this uh, playboy. He's been jetting around the world. He's been, you know, photographed with various models and things and, you know, living the high life. Oh, wait. I know this one. He's actually Batman. Uh, no. Okay, never mind. There's speculation as to whether he's going to settle down and actually be the king or whether he'll even show up for the coronation. Oh. Yeah, so she goes to the airport. She goes to the press conference. They're like, he's not here. Sorry. We don't own rescheduling. And she's like, well, I'm going to be a little sneaky and I'm going to go like sneak into the palace and try to do some investigative work and some guy bumps into her from the palace and he's like oh you're american you must be the new princess's nanny or a tutor Uh whatever so security is real great there they don't check her id no they just are like hey you must be her you're american she meets the princess she meets the prince she meets the queen all like that she gets given a whole room you know to live in and they're like oh you came two weeks earlier which is why the other a real tutor isn't there so you know great we'll put you to work so she's like oh i'm gonna you know get in on this and you're like this cannot fail she's just pretending to be tutor and she's gonna do investigative work on the prince during this time somehow she never lies to anybody's face uh, no she does she, she takes on a fake name does. this is already an identity okay. fraud here so right hopefully yeah. they don't have yeah. execution in this country of aldovia yeah no <laughs> hopefully not so then she is having to tutor the princess and sort of split her time between tutoring the princess and stalking the prince, trying mm-hmm. to uh, trying to find out more info about what really makes him tick. Yeah, and she has multiple interactions with the prince, who seems like a really nice guy. And she's like, what's going on? He's so nice. He's so dreamy. He seems like such a sweet guy. So what kind of interactions are we talking about? We're talking about uh, snow fights. We're talking archery together. We're talking yeah. talking when he's playing the piano. We're talking a is lot there, of is royal Is there a talking stuff. teapot at any point? There's no talking thing? teapot, but the, it looks like it could exist in this castle. It's a pretty awesome castle. Oh, uh, yeah? The princess, she has spina bifida. So mm-hmm. spina bifida, which is like basically a condition. And they kind of gloss over that. But basically, she's in a wheelchair. She has problems walking, and she feels very insecure that she can't do things. She and the Amber connect Amber and that her get along really well. And then later, because they don't want it to make it mean that the girl, she's basically deceiving this little girl. The girl figures it out. She's like, you're a reporter. I went into your laptop. I know what's going on. She goes, but I will let you see. Also, you look at a lot of porn. Yeah. (laughs) Also, you suck at tutoring. Yeah. She's like, you really suck. She's like, but my brother is actually a really nice guy. And you need to, and you need to write up a story about the fact that he's nice and tell the real story. So she follows him into the woods one night. So he's he goes off into this beautiful winter wonderland on his horse. And Wait, she goes after him. Does she get attacked by wolves and then he saves? Yes, her? that is true. Wait, but what? so she 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 goes into the woods. She loses his tracks. She's with her horse. Her horse, I think, maybe runs off. And then she's like, "Oh no!" And then guess what? A wolf shows up. And then, <laughs> I don't know 
how he shows up, but he shows up. He shoots a gun off. The wolf runs away. He, he doesn't brings attack her. it with his teeth. No, he just needs a gun. He doesn't shoot it. He just shoots up. And then he goes, are you okay? And he brings her to his father, who's now died, hunting lodge. And he's like, why were you following me? And she's like, I was interested. I was curious. Kind of a bad excuse. He carries her to the lodge. He mm-hmm. just takes her on his horse. Okay. And it's this quaint little lodge that was his dad's hunting lodge. And she's like, why don't you want to be king? And he's like, oh, people just betray me. And my girlfriends would sell me out. And it's just such a, you know, it's just not the world I want. And then he shows her a poem his father wrote before his father died. And the poem is like, talks about like uh, something about an acorn and blood and, and something seeping through. It's some type of metaphorical thing they don't understand. And then they almost kiss. He leans in on her and they almost kiss. Okay. But then the horses distract them and they has to go outside. Uh-huh. We did skip over the entrance of the cousin. Oh, yeah. Evil cousin who wants to take over and hopes that the guy won't be king. Uh-huh. Evil, sleazy, right. less attractive looking cousin. Okay. Done. Yeah. Does he have black hair? He does have black hair. Uh-huh. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> and along with the cousin, there is also the ex-girlfriend who is more accustomed to high society. She wants to marry well. Yeah. And so Amber's more kind of a down-to-earth gal. She does. She wears sneakers the whole time. Yeah. The yeah. whole time? Yeah. So then... They're in the cabin. He goes out to the horses. Is there a fireplace in this cabin? Oh, yeah. So cozy. Oh. <laughs> They're drinking whiskey. Are there lots of antlers decorating. Yeah. Yeah. And then she like accidentally triggers something on the desk and boom, a special document pops out of some hidden compartment. Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. We have to stop here. We're going to stop here. And you need to guess what happens in the rest of the movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the current status is that he doesn't want to be king. He doesn't want to be king. There's an evil cousin plotting for the, uh, he's got a snooty ex. Yep. Amber's there. Amber's there, who's pretending to be the tutor. Doesn't know. And he thinks that her name is something else and that he's a tutor and that he likes her. Do not trust tutors. They're always up to something. Yeah. So what, what's going to happen in this movie now? She finds special documents and boom. Okay, he's adopted, and he's not a prince at all, and he's from New Jersey. Keep going, and what else is going to happen in the movie? What else is going to happen is he somehow becomes king despite being adopted, uh, and then he decides that he's too good for her and uh, goes off with the snooty society lady. All right. Well, <laughs> you're, you're, you're on the right track. Which is pretty amazing. Okay. He's adopted. He's, he's adopted. He's adopted. Okay. <laughs> it turns out, yeah, that the, the king and queen can't have children. Yeah, wait a minute. Royal families don't usually adopt people, do they? Secretly. They oh, secret. secretly okay. adopted him. Secret adoption. That's why he looks Chinese. Yeah. So she doesn't want to tell him that she found out he's adopted because she doesn't want to interfere with him becoming king. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love when he confronts his mother about this. Uh, like, wait, what about the princess? She's like, that was a miracle. She, oh, we had it. We accidentally had a kid. So yeah. she goes back with him back to the castle. He brings her out into the courtyard. They kiss. Boom. Mm. Then <laughs> they go to a ball because she has to get a makeover. You know, she gets pretty. He's about to be crowned. Does she at least change out of her sneakers? And no, she still no. wears the sneakers. So down home. 
yeah, she has this wonderful ball gown and she's wearing sneakers underneath because yep. she's. Doesn't that look terrible? No, they're hidden. You can't see. Uh. Yeah. So then the evil cousin ended up getting hold of those documents accidentally because he was snooping. And they reveal it. The guy realizes within that one swoop when they announce it before he gets coronated. They realize, he realizes that he's not, that he's actually adopted. He actually can't become king. And the girl he really likes is actually a reporter. <laughs> All in one blow. Oh my God. Boom. Yeah, it's a tough day for this guy. It's a tough day. And she's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, I don't even know who I am or who you are. Is that when he off, turns to fair fighting crime dressed as a bat? I'm sorry, this isn't going to happen for you here. So to blast forward, she's about to go home. He finds out he's adopted, talks to his mom, who's like, you know what? I'm sorry you were I didn't tell you were adopted. And then uh she realizes later the Amber, the reporter, she's like, Oh my god, something has to do. The king was gonna reveal something in the acorn that was like there was an ornament of an acorn given. So she races back, Wait, grabs another these sacred document? Yeah. She grabs an acorn that he had given his family right before he died, or he was planning to. She opens it up, which they didn't even know he could open it up. And it's got a decree saying that his son can be king, even though he's not his blood. And she races to the area where they're going to coronate the evil cousin and presents it. And then they're like, oh, great. We can have this other guy be Prince King instead. And then Prince uh, Richard gets to be king. But didn't he not want to be king? Uh, He decides he will. Okay. Yeah, he, he has come to terms with the idea. He's come to terms with it the members of parliament or whatever are all, are all there and they're all like when, when the when the evil cousin is about to become king they're all like actively like why do we care about an evil cousin becoming the king like does he nobody have power? wants evil king what's the worst so you can stormy. do isn't there a prime minister there is actually if england had a evil king like what would be the effects all right well yeah. basically she helps him. She goes back home. Christmas Eve, about a week later, she's at home in her dad's diner. Oh, is that why it's the Christmas Prince? Yeah, okay. of course. This happens all Christmas Eve. She goes back home. All of these events? Yes. It's so a very Christmassy country, Aldovia. She's been there a week and a half. She leaves. It's not a Muslim country we can get yes. from this. She goes home. She goes to work at her dad's diner because she quits her job because they won't print her article that talks about how amazing the prince is. She's like, he's a great yeah. guy. He's going to rule from the heart. I don't know what he rules. We wanted but... you to dig up dirt. I know. So she quits. She makes a blog where she prints her article. And then um, New Year's Eve, she's in her dad's diner. And who's outside? Mr. Hadi King, who's, I guess, mm. the new king now, who then is like, I miss you. I know now that you're a good reporter. And he proposes. She's like, we barely know each other, which is true. He just so barely learned her name. Is he dressed in his king outfit or is he just wearing like a, like a nice sport coat? Just looking, he's wearing a nice blazer uh-huh. and, he, and a nice little scarf. He's looking uh-huh. very nice. Like expensive, but not like Oh yeah, he always royal. looks very yeah. expensive the whole time. He's not wearing like a crown at this point. <laughs> no. So <laughs> Like a he Burger proposes. King crown. She's like, I, she's like, you don't, she's like, we barely know each other. I mean, he just figured out her name and her job like 
you know, a week ago. Yeah. And, uh, but he's like, I want to be with you. And she's like, my job. He's like, I don't want you, you know, you can do whatever you want. And then she's like, my dad lives here. And he's like, we could just move him to my castle. It's fine. You can be the kind of queen that also has a full-time job. Yeah, as a reporter. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then she goes, she kisses him and she goes, yes. And he pulls out this really ugly Super Bowl looking like ring and proposes (laughs) and they put it on and they make out the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. end. Right. Here comes our first segment, which is what happens the next day? Okay. The day after. Boom. She's engaged. She goes in to see her dad. She's like, hey, dad, I never told you, but I fell in love with the prince I reported with. Now I'm engaged to him. And we're all <laughs> going to move to Eldovia. And he's like, wait, what? I, you're, I, I didn't agree to this. She's like, don't worry. We'll give you your own diner there. And he's going to be like, I have to work don't in worry. Eldovia? It has a characteristic pastry. Aldovia. Yeah. yeah. So it's famous for its blood sausage. So she's gonna move countries. She's I f- going I feel to like, move her dad. Yeah. I feel like his dad her dad would be more of the like, that sounds great. You come visit whenever you want. Yeah. I'll stay here. Yeah, no, she's does it's, not have to bring them to Aldovia. He's got a whole thing in New York. He's good. I do not think she's going to do well saying she's going to be a reporter also working as a queen. I don't feel like those two jobs work well together. Think about the access she would get being a queen. (laughs) She'd bring down all the nobles. This is not going to go well. She could write a blog about being the queen. I I feel like that's an area that that is not actively blogged about. Yeah, because you're not supposed to know too much about these people. Because then you'd be like, why the hell are you a royal if you're just obnoxious? You know? <laughs> why is 1% of my taxes going to Yeah, you, you have to be tight-lipped, look good, go to events. Boom. You don't blog stuff. Also, day after, do you think Aldovia is going to be happy that it's now run by an adopted prince with no bloodline connection and an American who's been there for a week? The The sequel, of course, is his real family come and try to claim some oh it's true that's what should happen in the sequel yeah yeah Yeah, like they're gonna be like yeah i mean everyone just tries to use him even this girl who is a really seems like a really nice girl she even tried to use him for her own career which is sad she's like a decent person and she's still like oh i gotta try to use this king and like be on Mm. you know be undercover and lie about my identity of course this is why he didn't want to be king to start with everybody wants something with from you when you're the king. Yeah, no yeah. good. So are they going to make it? Are they going to make it? I think so. I, I think they can, I think they're going to make a good go of it anyway. So, but yeah, she's going to be covering the Aldovia beat from now on. I don't know. This is going to work. All the things that are happening in Aldovia, which is a fairly peaceful country, right? They're not I, yeah, in no, the middle of an ethnic cleansing like or anything. An idyllic British country. They could be. We We didn't really... <laughs> Does she know anything about this country? Not much. What if they there didn't seem to be anything happening like in the direct vicinity of the castle? That's really all we can say. One of your first duties will be rounding up the Roma people of this country. <laughs> so yeah, you we have mixed results about whether they're gonna make it. They may make it. I don't know how happy she'll be in this new role. Alright, well this is let's go into the ooh versus ooh, because I have some feelings yeah. of the connect. Ooh versus you. Oh, how about ooh versus ooh? I, I think, yeah, I think that's that's where you should go. Yeah. So, yeah, imagining it yourself in her shoes, Yeah. what would be the things that would make you go 
Ooh, oh, when they slip and fall in their like having a snowball fight and he slips and he falls on her. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So he's crushing her into the snow. He's, no, he holds himself up, but then he has a little look. He's a little dreamy look. She's this is this is like a he's chiseled British guy who like he's not even my type, but damn, he looks good. This is some endorphin sprinkles there. So yeah. yeah, the ooh he does it well with that in terms of just looking like he is and talking like he is. He does it well talking to her and like looking. The eyes are really big. He stares at her really intently. Good, good wooing tactic. Being hot and looking good is a good wooing tactic. Ah, let me write this down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> take notes. <laughs> Saving her from wolves, that's a good wound tactic. I mean, yeah. all yeah. those, ugh, you know, all those all the adrenaline and stuff, you're going to be like, oh my God, take me now. Right. Yeah. Saving somebody from wolves should not actually be like a wooing tactic. <laughs> Why not? Like if... You believe it should be left to the park services, Paul. No, no, I'm just saying that like, <laughs> if instead of instead of the woman he was wooing, it was like, you know, some other woman or a guy or whatever... He shouldn't just leave them to the wolves at that point. Like, yeah. whether or not he is trying to woo this person should not factor into his decision as to whether to save them from wolves. I agree. I don't know how he came upon her at that point or if he was just watching her struggle and mm. from a distance and then waited until a wolf attacked her. I don't really know what the plan was there. <laughs> I don't know. That was a little weird. But her following him is also a little weird. So they're both like touche to each other. <laughs> yeah. So what about you? Is there something that he does that you would find gross as far as... I think it's a little creepy to showing up at the diner. Uh, otherwise, eh, I mean, besides the ew of like the uh, patriarchal world there. Otherwise, he just seems to be a nice guy in it. You know, that's ooh. It's a lot of ooh there. Good. But she's the bigger creep during the whole thing. She's the one concealing her identity and trying to get to know him to use him. Eh, that's pretty, that's pretty ew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's more ew yeah. on her. If, Paul, if you found out that somebody that you were romantically involved in actually had a different identity where they wanted to write an article about you, how would you feel? Yeah, I mean, that would be very weird. Which is something you were already traumatized about previously from past people. Right. Yeah. Right, right. That's the sixth time this has <laughs> happened. All right, it's time for the endorphin report. Endorphin report. Cynthia, oh. this is you alone. You, you have to say did this do it for you oh this gave some sprinkles this gave some sprinkles mm. sprinkle moments them kissing decent yeah, sprinkles. tell me about the kiss them kiss what does he do of course he grabs her face and kisses Wait, her what's the setting so, setting in front of the castle and he's she's like i have to tell you something she actually is about to tell him the truth before uh -huh. all that but she's gonna reveal it but she gets out. distracted by him kissing her this beautiful sculpted face grabbing her and kissing her coming towards her and then he's like what were you gonna tell me yeah, at that at that point, her brain has melted. It's just and like so. She's ooh, she's just got... she's not able to uh, form coherent sentences. Yeah. Okay, so, so he grabs her face. So kisses her. Boom. She's also pretty willing to marry a guy she did not have sex with first. Normally they say try before you buy, <laughs> but you know. Wait, who says that? I'm someone's mother told me that. <laughs> <laughs> so he kisses her. Hot. Of course, he takes her face, kisses her. Boom. You got to do that in the movies. Got to do it. Number two. Falling on her in the snow. Sprinkles. He's got a hot face. Mm. They're like, ooh, they have chemistry. So clumsiness at the right moment. About to kiss in the cabin. Sprinkles. Fireplace. Fireplace. Antlers. Smooth. He moves yeah. in. Almost about to kiss. Sexual tension. Oh, a horse makes a noise. He leaves. 
building up sexual tension. Sprinkles. So Yeah, they're about to kiss moments were almost more filled with tension than their actual kissing moments. Yes, it was actually better than their actual kiss. Their actual kiss was nice, but this, I agree, the tension was better. So, nice. And then, uh, oh, he even takes a moment when they dance and he tells her she's so sincere and she's like, oh. But then she's like looking down and she's kind of ashamed and he puts his little finger under her chin and like pulls it to look up at her. Oh, that's kind of hot too. And then last, I kisses her and they're engaged. That's nice too. But I agree. The sexual tension was the most sprinkly moments. They're just like looking at each other and they're like, oh, oh, I'm kind of surprised by this, this moment between us that I never anticipated between this super sexy man, uh-huh. which they acknowledge in the movie to start with that he is a super sex cake. Uh-huh. So people Based look at his, his picture and they're like, look at this dude. He's a 12 out of 10. They acknowledge he's a sex master. So uh-huh. hot. He might be terrible in bed, but he looks good. Uh So that's acknowledged in the movie. Um, So yeah. So I would say to those 56 people who are watching this every single day for 18 days and possibly now a month, I'm like, if you want to do this instead of heroin, that's a much better choice. (laughs) Like if this is your drug instead of drinking and opioids and just abusing things, go for it. Much healthier. You get your sprinkles. Fine. As the peasant person now in an amazing dress coming to the ball in the sort of Cinderella moment. How would you say this fares? I would say I was unimpressed. Everybody stops and looks at her and I'm like, she looks like everybody else, big whoop. Like, I mean, I think she looked nice and they also make her really smoky eyed too, by the way. Mm. They're like, they're like, she's down there smokied. Uh, Uh But she shows up in a dress that looks just as nice as other people's dress. And she looks nice, but she looks as nice as everybody else. She looks like she's at a ball. So I wasn't like, oh my God, you look so much better and amazing. I'm like, you look like other people there. I don't see why people would stop and stare. So that was unimpressive to me. Yeah. Like it wasn't like she was going from, you know, the like Cinderella living literally in the fireplace covered in soot to that. (laughs) Or, you know, going from the overalls and paint-covered overalls and glasses. Take the glasses off. Princess Diaries, (laughs) yeah. 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 Anne Hathaway and Princess Diaries. They didn't need to pluck her her eyebrows or anything. They just literally put her in her dress and put on some eye makeup. And I'm like, yeah, you look nice, as I'd expect. (laughs) But if she was like, why is everyone staring at me? No, they're not staring at everyone. Does she say that? Yes. They're staring at you because you're walking down the stairs and... Better get used to that. (laughs) Yeah. Being the queen of the country. Yeah. I've had sprinkles where the next day I feel nice. Like I'm literally walking around slightly drugged because I'm like, oh, that was nice. We, I get serious brain sprinkles sometimes. This was like, oh, that was really nice. And I felt nice. And I was like, that got my mood much better. And I was happy. Boom. So I would just say very satisfactory sprinkle time. Excellent. Yeah, I like. I would say that this that this goes uh, raises goes above its source material. Okay, but you didn't answer the question. You didn't answer. This is the, this is a thing. I guess you could say you personally, that, Paul. That, you <laughs> personally. Yeah. Did you feel things? Yeah. Did you, Did feel, you anything? feel things? And it's okay if it wasn't it's in the okay. same moments. It's okay if it was. Uh, this we won't speak of this anywhere else except to the public. The podcast is broadcasting yeah, to. This is just between all. Just of us. between the three of us. And there are five listeners. And the listeners. Um. I I have to say that I don't think it really gave me uh, any of the aforementioned sprinkles. Okay, fair enough. Um, the the sexual tension when they the the almost kissing, I could definitely see that they were going through some stuff, 
but uh, it did not uh, did not reflect upon me. Okay, fair enough. I have to say, fair enough, man. Thank fair you. enough. All right. Yeah, <laughs> we all have our own brain chemicals, and they all work in work in weird ways. Yeah, so we're going to continue with this series of movies that you've already watched. That things that you are inspired by. There are things I've been inspired or somehow drawn to, and then I've greatly regretted it. Yeah, and that instead of twenty five WhatsApp texts. <laughs> talk about it in a podcast it's true all right well thanks for listening to the endorphin report goodbye goodbye bye for the endorphin report the endorphin report